365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello, and you're very welcome to episode 25 of Purple Psychology. I'm Maria Reardon, and thank you for tuning in. In 53 countries around the world, you can send your questions, and please check out the website, purplepsychology.com. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, we've made it to a quarter of a century of episodes. Welcome. Thank you. This time you want to look at the traits and personality types of small business owners. So let's start with their personalities, shall we? Yes. The interesting thing is that there isn't any one type of personality. Um, we work with small business owners across all of the personalities. They're not predominantly introverted or extroverted. Um, one of the funny things they all seem to have in common is they all like cars. I've noticed that. They do all tend to be very practical people. Um, they like to do quite technical things. They tend to be very kind of hands-on. But they are across all of the four categories that we work with. What motivates a small business person? This is the interesting thing. Your personality doesn't seem to drive the success of the business. Your motivation does. So, and each personality kind of has their, their motivation. And thing. what's the difference for people listening? Motivations. Uh, it can be your status. Some people really need a title. They take great pride in actually being a business owner. Um, other people, it's obviously money. Um, another big motivation is legacy, is leaving something behind for another generation, um, particularly their kids. Um, work with a lot of family businesses. Some people are just purely driven by what their bank balance has. For better or for worse. Yeah. Um, another one with women has been a sort of environment and creating sort of work-life balance that's been more so for women, not predominantly, but it has been. And a big one for guys, actually, is being their own boss and not being answerable to anybody else and actually creating their own work environment. So do they have common characteristics? I think one of the things that I've always been quite fascinated by is just the sheer drive and the sheer amount of hours that all of our business people are prepared to put in. They're certainly not nine to five. And I think a lot of people who imagine entrepreneurs think that they go into doing this because, you know, they're a bit lazy and they don't want to get out of bed early in the morning. Um, when actually the reality is, is they're probably first up and last to bed and they're probably working seven days a week. Um, certainly in the beginning for the first 18 months when you set something up. Um, another characteristic is that they really seem to get a buzz from closing deals. Um, <laughs> um, and there's a big sense of them needing to own things outright, whether it's the car they drive, the premises they work in, their house. They like to own stuff outright. And not owe people money. Yeah, that's a big factor. What about their values then? What's the difference? Or are there commonalities? Um, they all like to keep learning. Um, they certainly, successful ones, don't make the same mistake twice. Um, if, they, if they make a mistake and something happens, they'll learn from it. They'll kind of say, right, well, I won't do that again. I'll learn from that. Um, they've all learned that if you go in with the lowest price tender, that it will bite you, that it will come back around. There's a real sense of karma with people that what they do, what they put out there, um, what happens to them will come back around. I think they all talk about that. For successful people, there's always a sense of guaranteeing their work and it living for a, a finite amount of time and being able to stand over your product or your service that it will actually last for that long. Well, several of our clients have actual lifetime guarantees. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but, but it, 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 it's funny. You see that with successful business people. 
it's it's something that they tend to go for. Do you have any words of encouragement for someone listening out there and they're tempted to become their own small business owner or an entrepreneur? I think timing is a big factor. I think there's a real sense of being in the right place at the right time. I think all successful businesses, um, they've got the timing right. Um, one of the things that I've read a lot in articles recently is if you can solve a problem, it will more than likely be successful. Whether it's something that isn't out there that people need or whether it fixes something that's bothering people. Makes sense. Makes good sound business sense. Yeah, um, but th- that's definitely a way to be successful, fix a problem um, in a way that someone else hasn't thought of as simply as possible. Is this why you're obsessed with timelines? Probably, yes. <laughs> um, don't have too many overheads. Throw out the rule book of how you actually set up a business and what you need. Um, call in as many favours as possible, whether it's design or printers or websites or logos or whatever it is. Do things as cheaply as possible. Um, try not to have overheads in terms of your premises unless you really have to. Um, a lot of the business people that we, we set up, we try to, to keep overheads to a minimum. And they can grow from there. I mean, take the example of the sports company in the UK. What happened for them? They're on to like their third premises now. Yeah. So, you know, take out what you need um, and don't take out anything if you can if you can get away with it. You know, an awful lot of business can be run out of a car. At the start. Yes. But obviously when you grow, it'll be different. <laughs> um but I just, I think a lot of people, they sit down and they do a business plan. And, you know, I, I having managed an MBA course and seen the business plans that people produce, um, they go about it very differently. And there's always a huge amount of overheads in the outset. That's an interesting point because, you know, running an MBA program for a university and seeing the people who are going to be the next generation of business people out there with an MBA qualification. I mean, what were you looking for? Well, I didn't have as much say as I would have liked, I'll be bluntly honest. I was the, the, the gopher that managed everything. <laughs> I, I wasn't the person dreaming up the, the core structure or, you know. Um, what I will say about an MBA is that it is a ticket to working for someone else. It is not a ticket to being a business person. That's episode 25 of Purple Psychology. Send your questions through and check out the website purplepsychology.com. Thank you for listening in 53 countries. We look forward to you joining us again next time. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Reardon. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.